0: So this is 2020, in the midst of a pandemic. All the things we love to do, we can't. We can't travel, we can't go out to eat and drink, and we can't socialize. But what if we could do all these things that we love and miss from home? Dine & Dash Podcast presents Takeout Tourists, with Matt Dean Pettit, Jeff Cole, and Dan Wong. We're social distancing ourselves around the world through iconic foods delivered right to our doors. Okay, everybody, and how you doing? And welcome back to another exciting episode of
1: Dine and Dash, the podcast. This is season two kicking off. And of course, this is a new setup and a new game going down. We're going to announce an amazing new show that we're running through our podcast network coming up. But who is in my top left corner is no other than who?
0: Oh, is it me?
1: I think that's you. It's me! Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Cole. What's up, Jeff? How oh, are you doing, bud?
0: Hey, it's good to be back, bud. I mean, for the last two months or so, I've been hiding under some covers, just waiting for, you know, some good news. Right. And then when you reached out and said, hey, uh, it's okay to come out of the covers, I said, all right! And I'm out and I'm ready to go and I'm starving.
1: And so, you know what? You are starving and you look good. You got a nice little glow to you. You know, you're looking pretty uh you look like you've survived so so far COVID pretty well. You're doing okay. What's the what's the rundown?
0: Doing okay. Uh I am uh staying safe, staying yes. sound, staying yep. sane. Yeah. And uh, you know, I've been um moisturizing.
1: Moistly, uh, moisturizing.
0: M- moistly, very it's, moistly. Very so, yeah. moistly. I think I've been doing about as good as anybody else. You know, okay. it's uh, yeah. a matter of getting get, getting the amount, the right amounts of alcohol into the house, doing as much cooking as you possibly can. Um, and then, you know, treating yourself to a takeout. Um, but I tell you, I'm saving a lot of money. I know, you know right? not going out and having you're, drinks and you are probably a nice not you are
1: probably not making any money, but you're definitely not saving it. You're you're definitely saving it though.
0: Well, I've I I've become a cam girl, so <laughs> I am making I'm making, you know, money on the side. Like I'll charge up, upwards of, you know, $6 in, for a private show per hour. Makes sense. So, I've pulled in close to $6 in the last 2 months, which is really good. So, are
1: you giving me right now for six bucks? Or uh, is it pro bono?
0: Well, remember that time you gave me your credit card to pay for parking? Yes. I may have well, taken a, a, well, well, you a know rubbing what? of that. So. You know,
1: as you would, as you would. You know what? I want to find a way to split this $6 if we're going to do this. And I think we found another way. So what an amazing way to sort of link in and loop in our friends. So guys, and thank you to our listeners. Guys, this is season two of Dash the podcast. We're going to be kicking off a brand new uh, series under our podcast network here called Takeout. Tourists, what we'll explain in a second. But our duo of Jeff Cole and myself, Matt Dean Pettit, has now become a threesome as we formally announce the Dream Comes Dan Wong, Dan Wong, what's going on, brother?
2: I am excited. Let's get, I'm really excited to be hanging out with two of the whitest guys I've ever met in my life. Right? Amazingly <laughs> <laughs> right? white. Oh, uh, nice. Dan, That's your, good your good giant
0: hair is just my, remarkable. My hair
2: has grown. I'm trying to get the Kramer going um i'm not gonna be as racist as michael richards (laughs) yes but But. you never know but you did start out with
0: with the color shot the white shot so
2: you're on the right track back at the lighter skins
1: you know what shots thrown across the bow i see that jeff you've got a a beer there dan you got a beer i think we should all cheers guys cheers cheers Cheers. What's what's everybody drinking so we can tell our listeners
0: dan
2: uh, I'll go first. I was lucky enough to go. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the the food yet, but uh, I was lucky enough to go to a establishment in the neighborhood, and I asked for a pairing for our feature our feature food, and yeah. it was Oast Oast House, the country ale, the barn yep. raiser, and these guys are out in Niagara. Yeah. So it's a uh, craft brewery, I'm new to them, and it's a wonderful ale right now. It's a country, awesome. ale, and I'm loving it.
1: Beautiful. Yeah, I know those guys. They're good people down there. They actually are in an old farmhouse, like church mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's unbelievable they're set up down well, in Niagara.
2: Now we have the, we're have we going to have to be 44 different beer sponsors on this show.
1: That's it. You know what? Well, we're <laughs> like Switzerland. You know what I mean? We've been to no uh, sponsors. We like to work with everybody. That's a good little shout-out. I
0: appreciate Jeff, what do you it. got?
1: Jeff, what do you got, bud?
0: Well, I kept it in the family. As you may or may not know, I uh, am associated with the Amsterdam family here in Toronto. Yes. And uh, my go-to every time is a delicious is three-speed nice. lager.
1: That is yours. It's it's
0: four point two percent. It goes with anything. You can drink six of them and then go to bed, but feel good about it in the morning. So I had to go with Amsterdam, Maddie. What are you drinking?
1: Well, it's a good little question. As you know, I do have a little association, and uh, it's with the king of beers. I know that you guys are keeping host, you know, keeping local. For me, this is local. I have a lot of friends that work here with Labatt and uh, specifically Budweiser on the Budweiser brand. So, you know, for me, you know, you, you guys, you know me, I love sports and I love food. And, you know, two, one of the biggest sponsors and, and you know, really uh, brands to give back into both those is Bud. So for me, that's an easy connection. And uh, the king of beers. And you know what? This is a segue, guys. So as season two of Dine and Dash, we wanted to talk about something and bring you guys, all of our listeners, and now watching because this show is going to be coming up in a couple days on YouTube, which is amazing. And Dan, Dan's, uh, Dan's the Wayne Gretzky. He's the GOAT of putting the back-end stuff on the producing together. So well done, Mr. Wong.
0: And what a back-end he's got. It's a wonderful back-end. Only uh, right. glory, like
2: holes, str- glory holes in, uh, uh, I don't know, parks in Etobicoke.
1: No, that's right. Back end. Feels like a stranger. That's all I'm <laughs> going to say. Feels like a stranger, boys. So guys, as we jump right in, you know, COVID's been very tough on industry, specifically hospitality. Our frontline workers are defending and keeping us all safe as we can be jackasses on this podcast here today. And um, I think that, you know, we really wanted to, when we threw this out there with this idea, I know collectively what we were going to bring to the table for our listeners and our viewers for season two, two of the biggest feedbacks that came back were travel and food. And, you know, I think you guys had some great thoughts and energy and Jeff, I'll turn it over to either to you or Dan, to walk our listeners through what Takeout Tourists is and what's happening each week for them.
0: Well, uh, the things we've been missing since this craziness took place or started, um, one, we can't go anywhere. Two, we can't go anywhere to eat. I mean, when I go to travel, I go to eat. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to New York City, I'm going for pizza. I'm going for Chinese. I'm going for sandwiches. If I'm going to London, I'm going for some fish and chips. I'm going for some know, uh, Absolutely. Uh, if I'm going over to to Hong Kong, I'm going to get some amazing noodles because, you know, yep. I love the noodles. Yeah. So the idea was if we can't travel. That's what she said. Sorry. <laughs> to you.
1: See, Didn't say I, it to me. She look said. at that. Ten minutes in, and I'm loving. I'm loving Dan Wong. JC, Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba. All right. So yes, you're traveling. You're, tra- you're traveling, JC, and you're looking for food.
0: Well, and that's the thing is that I mean, us. I mean, the people that probably would listen to this are people who love to eat, obviously, and people who love to get out and do things and travel. And we can't get out and do anything. There's no bars. There's no restaurants. We can't travel anywhere. All the planes are grounded. We who knows when we're going to be able to do that again. And we can't eat the food that are synonymous, you know, the foods that are synonymous with the places that we would travel. You know, Philadelphia's got a cheesesteak. You know, California's got a California pizza. Uh, We got tacos in Mexico. So what we thought was, why don't we, we can still travel the world from the comfort of our own home through food and through takeout. So not only are we going to, in this series, we're going to try some amazing takeout, and learn about some amazing dishes, some iconic dishes from around the world, but we're also gonna support our local restaurants who are struggling so much right now by just doing the takeout. So today, so that's essentially the the idea of it. So today, uh, Dan, what are we doing today? Today we've chosen
2: uh, one of the longest historical foods in record, because I know that they had chickens back in Egypt. That's right. So and I know they were deep frying them. That's
1: it. So same with Roman. Same with Roman time. Up, That's
2: right. right. That's right. When we were when we were looking into the research of this, I know that one of the biggest things was the Chinese, the Egyptians, yep. the Mesopotamians. They all did fried chicken. Yep. So we needed to choose and focus on one food right from the beginning. And the food we've chosen this week is fried chicken. Da, da, so da. We, combed, we combed all of the nation and all looks of like you Toronto. Just,
1: looks like you just hit a home run right there. That was great. I'm
2: <laughs> trying to. Touch them all, ball, Dan. Man.
1: That was a home run swing, brother.
2: <laughs> Basically, we found uh we we've, we've decided to go to each find a restaurant, and each find a restaurant that does an amazing uh, an amazing fried chicken and yep. one of their sides. So we'll be talking about. Not only the the recipe and the food and the taste, but we'll be talking about what goes along with that, the culture of the food. And Matt's a chef, and so if anyone knows culture, it's it's Matt. So what's amazing for us is we'll be able to uh, have you understand the places we like to go to, which will prop up these restaurants. And even more than that, when we get out of this, we'll be able to entertain thoughts of hitting a hitting Vancouver, hitting Chicago, and yeah. uh, the three of us being full of tr- uh, takeout tourists.
1: Absolutely. And you know what I love about this is we live in a digital age. So dynadash Dash, the podcast is obviously available to you guys on every network that great podcasts are. It's going to be also now proudly on YouTube for you guys to watch, share and link in usually every day or so, or every second day after we go live on our network. With that being said, When we do other episodes, we're going to find, as Dan mentioned, chefs or foodies or bloggers and sort of experts in these other cities that bring this together as well. So three of us will be on a call, maybe from Toronto or other parts of the world, and we might call somebody in from, say, Dubai that does particularly X this food, and we'll get their different take on it. So takeout tourists has become global, and it's really about supporting and bigging up, you know, one, these beautiful sort of iconic dishes from their city of origin, or their country of origin, and talking about So guys, why don't we jump right in? This is episode one of Takeout Tourists. So fried chicken, what makes, and you guys, I'll ask you a few questions. You know what? Why don't we step one thing back? Jeff, I think it'd be rude if we don't formally introduce Dan Wong with a classic rapid fire like we do with our guests. And now Sorry. he's no he's no guest. He's a, he's a full-time staple, but our listeners need to know who Dan Wong is. Who? Who? The Dan Wong. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: the Dan Wong. Okay, the, fair enough. The Dan uh, Wong. The Dan. The. Uh,
2: I'll, I'm. I'm a. Uh, I'm gonna become a fixture that you'll be trying to pick away at the back, just like keep scratching. But I'll stick oh, around.
1: Like a fried along. chicken crispy skin. Oh,
0: so good. Okay, so uh, Danny, let's, let's let the let's let the listeners and the viewers know who you are. So I'm gonna ask you. We're going to ask you some questions, uh, rapid fire style. So try to, you, you know the drill. You've done this before. Uh, so scale of one to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? I'm
2: a, I'm a fault. I, I'm very good at keeping secrets. I've kept them all my life. I still have them. Give, a number. The Give a number. Those.
0: Uh, Give a number. I am a two.
1: Two. So you, oh, okay. One so, to ten. so one, one to nine. 10, one to 10. He's a nine. I was uh-huh. going to say, I was going to say enough. Jeff. Jeff, a two? Some people nine. go,
0: yeah, some people go, it's, it's either it's like two is, is the hottest or ten is the hot. you know what I mean? Like it's...
1: No, depends. I get but it. I figured yeah. it out.
0: So yes, We're nine good.
1: And this is the whole thing of getting to know, getting to know you. Okay, here we go, Dan Wong. Ariel or Jasmine? Ariel or Jasmine?
0: Uh, Jasmine. Lovely. First celebrity crush, Dan? Pardon? What's your first celebrity crush? And this might age you a bit, so... Uh, what's what's it his name
2: all of the Charlie's angels but uh Cheryl Ladd she was the fourth angel
1: that uh-huh. came in after Farrah oh I love it after Farrah Fawcett Jeff were you alive back then or no uh
0: I don't know that I was depending on how long I mean I mean I was born in 1996 so you, you know
1: you look, I mean, good. you look good you look good but, and guys, I,
0: I have aged terribly so. Well,
1: you've aged in the last few months with COVID because you've been inside. You just haven't got as much vitamin D. If anybody is not watching this and only listening, Jeff Cole, JC, Sous Chef Jeff, looks like like a spitting image of Josh Donaldson the 2016 Blue Jays uh, playoff run. He's got the little yeah. hair. He's got a little bit of a beard. He's got the same bone structure. He's rocking a hat backwards here but now. much,
0: much fatter.
1: Wow! Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay, here we, go. <laughs> we weigh
0: the same, but as they say, muscle weighs oh, more sorry. than fat. Oh, sorry. I
2: can also say before before we get back to the uh, rapid fire, he's the Ginger Benjamin Button.
1: Oh my God, the Ginger Ginger Benjamin Button. Okay, here we go, Dan Wong. If you could travel <laughs> back in time, what period would you go to? Uh,
2: probably around the '60s for the music.
0: Awesome choice that back. Now I go back to like the 1840s for the music. Oh uh, yeah, we're talking like you know choral singing and.
2: Dude, you just gotta remember, just, my people came over here from being in the fields. 1840. We're not. We're not getting too much like at least. Yeah. in the uh, 1960s. My family yeah. was in Canada.
0: There you Fair go. Enough. Okay. Yep. Okay. So. Okay. Well. Okay. Talking about coming over. Because, okay, if you if right now there was no, you know, travel bans or you, planes weren't down, where would you be going? You know what? I've always wanted
2: to go to Africa. Awesome. Never been. Yep. And would love to hit I was just on the coast. I was in Portugal yep. and we were, you know, just when you're going, oh, I'm going to go go to I think it's Morocco.
1: Morocco yeah. right there. Yeah. There. Yeah.
2: And I ran out of money on my credit card. When, and like, couldn't do it. Uh, called uh, called my my brother and said, "Dude, put some. You have my access to my account. Put money on my credit card." It took the entire. This was back in the '90s. It took the entire financial system. It took a week, and by right. then I would already right. gone back to Greece and got
0: drunk.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds sounds about right. We'll we'll do a whole episode on Greece Greece so- shortly. I oh, love please. it. I love it. I've been to North Africa. I've been to Morocco, and that was that was cool. I've never been to like Central Africa though. I'd love to go. Okay, Dan, your favorite junk food. What is what is it? Oh,
2: geez, it's going to be popcorn with the caramel. So like a cracker jack, like the popcorn
1: with caramel and the cracker jack,
0: Chicago
1: mix
2: with that. You're just
1: Sweet. That's why like that Chicago, Chicago mix is like that sweet and a little bit savory action going on. I love it. Yeah. You, surf, you surf or ski. So you heard that, guys. Listening. Dan surfs or skis. I love it. We, we're starting to learn all about Dan Wong. Okay, JC, over to you, bud. What do you got, brother?
0: Okay, Favorite childhood show, Dan. Saturday morning, what were you watching? Oh, Saturday morning was Super Friends.
2: Always Super, Super Friends.
0: Friends.
1: No. Yeah,
2: all Dude, I'm old.
1: I don't know I'm that one at right? all. You do? I don't know that one at all.
2: Yeah, it was uh, right in Canada. We used to get the stations over in the states if you had what you called a converter box.
1: I remember. And those. they
2: came in. They came in two fashions. There, there, was the zip one, and then there was the button one.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. So
2: my dad invested in this, and this is when you know we had the zip one, and the problem was we'd also get caught on Bleu Nuit, Which was the French? It was on Seashoté, in in Hull, and it was light blue porn.
1: Oh yeah! We
2: always have to switch the channel before going to bed. The best,
1: the best. If you saw boob on light blue, like the fuzzed out porn channel, home run, home run. So
0: good, so good.
1: I'd love All to right. see that right now. I'd literally love to. I'd pay oh. money to see that right now.
0: Dude, the best thing was about the scrambled porn was if you could get the audio. Like, if the audio yeah. came in well, you <laughs> yeah. could. If you just saw little bits of, like, I think that's a squiggly nipple. Totally, totally. you could put
1: it together in your brain, man. You could, you could. We were so creative at fourteen years old. <laughs> and not only that,
2: it would. It would be. It would be like, uh, you know, it's a negative. It's a negative shot of yeah. a nipple.
1: Right. So and good. it could
0: be a dude's nipple.
1: Totally you couldn't tell. <laughs> no. Damn, to look at that nipple. Oh, <laughs> it's got hair on it. It was fantastic. Okay, Dan, if you could buy any type of food right now, what would it be?
2: <laughs> well, I'm gonna lead us. This is segue time. Fried right? chicken, mo. Probably. Fried
1: chicken. Fried chicken, baby. I love it.
0: So then I'm gonna, Dan. I'm gonna finish this off with what would if you had to put one thing on your bucket list, what would it be? To bet it all on
1: black. Awesome. Wesley Snipes.
0: Well, I was going to say bucket of chicken, but that's just (laughs) me.
1: Passenger 57, right? Bet it on black. Always bet on black. Wesley Snipes. God bless him. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, that is the Dan Wong. Dan Wong, where can they get you on Instagram and your social media handles? What is that?
2: On IG, you can find me, Dan Wong Says. And says S-E-Z. is S-E-Z because I can't spell. Yeah. Uh, and you can also find me on Twitter, but uh, we'll push footy prime. Footy prime it. underscore footy underscore prime. You can find me there.
1: You heard it guys. Footy underscore prime. Is that it?
2: Yep.
0: Now An these. Are, I mean, now our listeners may remember that we had our Dan on as a guest with uh, Craig Forrest and James Sharman promoting uh, footy prime, the podcast.
1: Yes, we did. And, and uh, that was actually our that was our that was our episode 10 that closed out the season, which led yeah. us to where we are now today, where three great minds get together over too many beers, and uh COVID makes them all talk onto little screens and swear into the computer.
0: COVID 19. It's a wonderful day. Cheers.
1: It is a wonderful day, guys. It's this a is season
2: time two. To be alive, fellas Right? Chin chin.
1: We're staying safe. And guys, I hope you are too. Wash your hands and be safe. So let's kick this off. Take Takeout tourist. As Dan said, we're talking fried chicken. This is week 1. We're going to be bringing you a new dish every single week and talking about the origin, the fl- the flavor, the taste and so forth. We have three dishes. Why don't we start Dan, do you want to kick us off on who you bought from? What's your restaurant? And what type of chicken did you go with and what have you?
2: I'd love to. When we talked about this originally, you know, we were thinking fast food and then I just kind of went I would love to think of some place that I could support that I've loved their food. And the place that I've chosen is Love Chicks. Love it. So Love Chicks is they love they decided to throw their their hat in on chicken. And they have a place down at the Assembly Hall in Toronto, but their original place is on DuPont. So it's probably about a four-minute walk for me. They have great beer. That's what they've got the you know the craft beer from most, And they have a wonderful, wonderful fried chicken and Brussels sprouts. And the biggest thing about it is it is addictive. Yep. They have a uh, honey hot sauce, and I'm gonna show you a piece. They throw oh, it around oh. for you, look at wow. you get it all wet, and then they look have a real. red sauce that goes with it. So it's got this spicy tang. And it just, you could eat this in the morning. You can eat it at night. You can eat it three days in the fridge if it lasts (laughs) that long. Yeah. And what's great, too, is I have two daughters, and the eldest, Chloe, she's 13, doesn't like hot food. The youngest, Lila, loves hot food. And this gets everyone into the hot space. And it also comes with this uh, ranch sauce with... uh, it's got you know that little little flavor that takes away. Yeah, it's the perfect.
1: Perfect. Is that like is that like a buttermilk? Ranch? Is that like a buttermilk ranch kind of sauce it's a going on? Buttermilk ranch. Yeah, exactly. beautiful. So I have a question. You you bring up a good point. So you bring up a real point that we should know here because it's like pizza or fried chicken. Either do you like it hot and like hot and crispy, or do you like it when it sort of congeals and you put it in the fridge and you eat it either that night or the next day? And let's go with you, Jeff. Where are you at with that?
0: Okay. Well, I, got, <clears throat> I think it depends on the chicken. If I get it, depending on where it's at, yep. it comes straight straight out of the fryer. It's crispy and it's hot. It's it's great. But yep. 20 minutes later, generally, yep. it's still great, but it's not the same. But when like you, this is a great point, Matt. There's nothing I like better than taking fried chicken, putting it in the fridge overnight, Yep. And in the morning it's oh. just, oh, it, I mean, it's, it's almost like, like chicken ice cream kind of, but really, really hard. And
1: yeah, my God. It's and just and like, it just sort of pulls away. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that seasoning, the skin is not always necessarily always crispy, but oh, no. I find the seasoning jumps out a lot more if it's yeah. cold for whatever reason, I think you're getting it a little more. I, I personally love, so I know we're all going to talk about ours individually, but I'm doing the same. I'm keeping my bucket of chicken. And I'm going to keep pieces back because I'll have one piece with you boys tonight. The rest is going in the fridge for tomorrow.
0: Oh, hundred percent. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just love that feel. And it's okay to call out the big guy. Cause we all grew up eating probably what everybody knows is Kentucky fried chicken. Right. And remember really? as a kid, every, you know, and, and it was great. It is good. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong. 13 spices, whatever it is, those guys nailed it. Right. 11. And it's 11. It's 11. Okay. So let's take a guess, Jeff, what is in those spices?
0: Uh, I have done this before.
1: I'm going to try to find it as we're doing this online. no, so no I've, I've done
0: I've done this before. I've done the um, the minute okay, wait. Or...
2: wait I gotta, if you're going to find it online, Maddie. Yep. Jeff and I are going to take turns naming stuff. And it'll be a hundred,
1: hundred percent. pull 100%.
0: that pull that up, Maddie. And Maddie, while you're doing that, um, I would like to tell you what I got. Yes, sir. Okay, so I had something in mind. Wait, wait, wait. Did I have a mic yet? Oh, should do you want to do that now?
2: I, I don't know. You tell me. I'm waiting to I you think know you should. Right. I think I think you Get should. The poor guy
1: got Dan. in. Get in there, Daniel. Okay, I'm
2: dipping, I'm dipping it all.
1: Oh Jesus. Oh, my look God. At that. oh, I love it. He went right in for the ranch. Oh, I love this. And just for the record, on Instagram, there is like millions of views in these shows. What's it called when they people watch just people eat? What is that called, Jeff?
0: Mukbang.
1: Mukbang. We're gonna start our own episode of Mukbang.
0: Yeah, we are. And A-S-S-R. I'm gonna do that's, yes. That's, that's right. What it is,
1: <laughs> ladies so and Dan, gentlemen, the Dan Wong.
0: Dan is 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 that a leg you're eating or a drumstick? I always start
2: with a drumstick.
0: Okay, so here's my question. It looked like there was like a weird hook kind of thing on top of that. Was that just fried deliciousness?
2: Fried skin. I was just oh like, my fried,
1: God. Fried. the greatest. Okay, good question. So are we talking, Ugh. do we like dark meat or white meat? So it's either drum, thighs, breasts. I know everybody's different.
0: Well, for me, it depends. I'll I'll tell you this. If it's fresh, I gotta go with the dark meat. Yep. If it's fridge, yep. I think I gotta go with the white meat.
1: I'm a hundred. No, 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 same no. no, no. I'm in, the same my I am. Yeah, you are because i feel you cold, can you can pull cold away meat. cold white meat is like comes off stringy it's unbelievable like it's
0: like a cheese string it's it so good like
1: string. it is like a cheese string I, I do the same how about you dano
0: oh guys
2: i have to disagree with you i did say jasmine i'm all dark meat all
1: the time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put that in that's a hashtag for this week's episode
2: see what i, I did there i brought it all the way
1: you around. definitely did ladies and gentlemen Okay, so Dan,
0: how is this? How is this tasting? Tell us about what you're tasting it right is now. It's
2: fantastic. Um, the great thing is they do this the the honey hot sauce. Once again, and it's probably Matt. You were just you know you asked me about favorite snack. Yep. The Chicago. I like the mix of the the hot and the, yep. the you know the hot and the tame. Yeah. And the dipping and like give me a little bit of everything and it's kind of like. When I order Chinese food at four in the morning at uh, new ho King, Lovely.
1: Great spot. Neat, Always. Yeah.
2: Need a Cantonese chow mein. Right. Just to offer you a li- like you don't have to eat the whole thing. Like, like this four pieces or that's one it. piece might go into the fridge, but it's the, it's having everything all combined. And I, that's what I love. So does that's it, why I enjoy. Are
1: you telling our, on. are you telling our listeners and our fans that you're Dan Wong's indecisive? Is that what it is? Or uh, no, meal. I'm
2: keeping my options open, but that's I love why I'm it. divorced.
1: Oh, I love it. You heard it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He's looking. <laughs> and just for the record, if you're not watching our feed right now, that was that was literally finger-looking good because you just cleaned those up on that bird. That was beautiful. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It looked awesome. It looked tasty.
0: Well, I think there's certain foods where you, if you don't lick it, if you don't lick your fingers, then why bother? I agree, right? Like I, if, if, you, if you're eating fried chicken with, your, with a knife and fork, get off
1: my lawn George Costanza not, George Costanza chocolate bar, okay. chocolate bar mint. it's not okay okay guys no we're gonna, do, we're gonna do a quick little play here I did find the 11 spices and I hope we don't get sued by you know who KFC so let's uh let's do one for one I'll keep a score to the best of my ability if you know me well uh, my mathematics skills are at a grade three level so bear with me here boys <laughs> Uh, okay dan juan you're the new guy so you get the first go and i'll dan, i know this
2: th- for sure oregano
1: uh okay well you might oh yeah no you're there one 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 uh, teaspoon ground oregano ding ding dan's got one on the board
0: okay i'm gonna throw this one out there because if my memory serves me correct it's there and if it's yep. not then it's off the table but this is a weird one that i don't think anybody would get
1: nice dry, setup.
0: is it dry mustard
1: Ooh, good call. Let me tell you it is not, but I do like Damn that. That's a good one though. Jesus, Jesus shit. That, that is yeah, yeah, that is good, I but not in the KFC. Okay? Okay,
2: I'm going with the salt.
1: Salt bingo. Oh wait. I will give you oh, I will give I, you one the steel okay. for the steal, for the steal. For the steal. Garlic salt. Wrong. Half point goes Damn to Damn it. So, okay, okay, I'll each give you for this is for 2 points. What kind of, what kind of salt? Uh, Seasoning for- salt. What do you say?
0: Seasoning salt.
1: Wrong. Okay, ah. for two points, big steal. JC, think about it.
0: Kosher salt.
1: Oh, you guys are fucking Jesus. Ah. Age. I gotta get you in the kitchen with me, boys. I'm gonna tell you, we've got onion salt in there and celery salt. Ah. But I will give Dan half point for the salt. So we got 1.5. It's over to JC. JC, you're up.
0: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, pepper.
1: Okay, I can accept black pepper. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. One paprika. One, paprika. We got two point five to one. Here we go. First of five wins, guys. First of five wins.
0: Oh. And I've the thing is I have done this before, and I my mind is a total. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go with some sage.
1: Oh, I love you. Well done. There's there's two points to two point five. Dano. Time. Time. Time is not in there. Oh! Yay! Oh! Whoa. Two point five to two. Here we go. Book them, baby. What do you got, JC? Did we,
0: now, I did kind of say this, but I don't know if it came through. Did I come with garlic powder?
1: Oh wow, you're good. No, you didn't. That's the, you're now three to two point five. We now have a new oh, leader oh. In, the, in the. We have a new leader in the clubhouse, ladies and gentlemen.
2: uh onion powder
1: onion powder onion powder no it's onion salts. that's okay Keep which was already said dan it's already said dan
0: Jeff. Uh, okay, yeah. here we go
1: you need two more points for the big victory you guys are pretty close you've almost nailed them all there's a no. couple i don't think you're ever gonna get cardamom nope damn it think about it what goes in, uh, a, what goes rosemary. in a rosemary rosemary uh no sir you are incorrect
0: Okay, I'm going to <laughs> go with a... Uh,
1: I'm going to give you a uh, hint. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay, guys, so just okay. and if, a little tip and a fun fact for fried chicken for our, our listeners. So a country of origin, sort of as Dan talked about, was, you know, in uh, Middle Eastern times, Roman times, there's actually notions that fried chicken is part of a Roman cookbook that started, you know, ages and ages ago, 800 AD or whatever it was, but it was also very popular for West Indies and uh african african nations so with that being said do you know what spice goes in the main component of jerk spice i'm gonna give you guys a hint
0: i, I i'm gonna go with all spice does that count wow
1: dill jeff cole winner you've got four you've got one more that was a good little setup though right that was a good little setup for you that
0: was very good that was that was very good
1: okay dano you've got 2.5 no I, i'm
2: done I, I have to give it up to him
0: I'm going to you I mean, know what I'm going to take one more stab. I'll tell you what, I'll go double or nothing on this last ingredient. Wow. And I could be wrong, but if if I'm wrong on this, yep, then I'm going to give it to Dan, but if I'm right on this, then I think I deserve, you know, all the accolades there are. I'm going to go with cayenne pepper.
1: Oh my god, dude, no. No cayenne oh. pepper. In the in the end, Dano steals it. You guys but, missed but
2: but what? I was gonna say, wouldn't cayenne pepper be a great ad in KFC?
0: Right? Yes. What about their extra crisp or their? Remember, they did have spicy. It doesn't matter. Give us the rest, Matt. What's the rest?
1: You miss guys. You miss paprika. Come on, Uh paprika. Right? I thought you said paprika. No, nobody said said paprika. paprika. Did he? He did. He did. All right. Well, I told you my grade <laughs> three math that, ability wasn't um, my, my grade three math ability. So, Paprika, you got it. The only two that you did not get, and there's no way in fucking hell you would have, is basil leaves, and marjoram. You never would have got marjoram leaves. Never. Basil,
0: maybe, but marjoram, no. And that's where never. I was going with the um, the uh, cardamom. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see where your head is at. I like yeah, that I you. Almost, you almost stole the show, sous chef Jeff, with your knowledge on the West Indie culture of bringing in a little bit of allspice there. Oh,
0: allspice for days, baby. That's, right? that's one of the go-to ingredients I have in my cupboard.
1: Right? For I know sure. An, well, I, know let me, cool. I knew that was in it.
2: Let me ask Maddie. Maddie I and i had never used marjoram in yeah. anything. Yep. What is marjoram? What's that flavor? Give so, me a, like a food that it
0: goes with.
1: So you're going to get sort of a similar kind of taste of almost like sage. So it's almost like a summer savory from the East Coast of Nova Scotia has a simmer. Do you ever heard of savory before in summer savory? So you're going to pick up a similar. Uh, kind of. Yeah. That's a staple out there. So it's very similar where it's savory. It's very, very savory. So for somebody, I would have something with like a high fat content to sort of balance it out. So that's why it usually will go with like a steak, butter, something rich, you know, in this you're you're frying it. So you're going to have that lard component to sort of offset the flavor. Um, You know, it's, it's about balance. So I think, you know, there's a few. I know people have been sued for trying to steal that recipe, right? Before, back in the day, probably before the social media invented, people tried to steal that that KFC recipe, and we just unlocked it right here. You guys did a half-ass job, but congratulations.
0: <laughs> well, listen, Maddie, I I appreciate all that, and but I'd like to, I, if I have two seconds, I would like to tell you guys about <clears throat> my personal connection with KFC. <laughs> And this is the thing. So back in, I believe it was either the 70s or the 80s, um, my uh uh uncle, no, sorry, my my, my cousin Joe, who's not my cousin, my mom's cousin Joe. Yep. uh, he was one of the um he was a huge uh real estate investor, came from nothing and made his first deal when he was like 18 in London, Ontario. So at the corner of uh, Southdale and Wellington. There was always a Kentucky Fried Chicken in um, in a plaza. So, my uncle owned that, or sorry, my cousin or my second cousin owned that piece of land, and there was nothing on it and nobody wanted it. So, Colonel Sanders came up from the states. Oh my in god! His, in in, the, in when he was in his eighties. Yep. And met with my cousin or my cousin Joe, and said, "Hey." Let's why don't we we're going to put a KFC here. Let's or our Kentucky fried chicken. And that was what started that piece of land. And so my cousin did this deal with this 85 year old or whatever. Come on. Colonel, Colonel Sanders. And to this day, it's funny. Actually, ironically, instead of the KFC now, there's a Popeye's chicken there. OK, so, so that's, like,
1: that's like the chicken corner.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. A great
1: story, dude. That's a great story. Well, so I mean, you, it, would be
0: better if it, be, it would be better if I had more like proper information, but I just, I'm just going by what I was told as a child.
1: Well, you know, and, yeah, you know. that's sometimes the best information. So, you, know, you know, Patty Cole probably gave you the, the PG nice version of the story. God bless her.
0: Oh, I'm sure that he came up and they're like, okay, let's go see some hookers and let's drink some right. whiskey and
1: let's make a deal. That's it. I watched a documentary on that, dude. God bless him. God bless yeah. him. Not, not your Uncle. Your grandfather, great. What was it? Uh, Cousin, sorry. Like third cousin, cousin, second,
0: second, third cousin, yes.
1: Second cousin removed, but- Joe Thompson. uh, Joe Thompson. But no, um, the Colonel, the Colonel himself, like I guess was a serial entrepreneur and his whole thing, and good segue because different methods of cooking. So his whole thing is he used to travel around from town to town with a pressure cooker in his car. And he came up with the recipe and he was trying to get, he was trying to build his own restaurants. But do you know where he made his money? He made his money on licensing the entire company and the rest- recipe. So he went up just like he met your cousin. He went over and he would meet in the South in like whatever it was, you know, the thirties, forties, fifties, whatever the math is. And he would literally go to a restaurant and be like, you have a restaurant. Do you want to sell fried chicken? It's going to cost you two cents per pound or whatever it is as a royalty. He wow. was literally one of the first persons that started the royalty business and he sold them the secret recipe. And he was essentially the only one that could really contain and still keep what it was. But he would teach the staff on how to do it. And he would give them the ingredients. So the ingredients would have to be bought off him. And he showed them how to cook it under pressure as opposed to like pan frying or shallow fry uh, and deep frying. So yeah, fucking crazy, dude. I just watched that literally like a couple months ago.
2: Wow. Well, that was, you know, whenever you eat KFC, you'll notice that the bones are cooked basically right through. Yeah, but That's the pressure cookery. Mm-hmm. And I always thought that was so amazingly different yep. for someone who loves eating an entire chicken. Because I got some boys who like crack on chicken bone. And. Well, why are we dancing
0: Well, I mean, we're talking about pressure cooking. So continue, please. Wow.
1: That was. Oh, that was... I like it. I yeah. like it. That was a little that was a nice little segue, Pete. That was a nice little that was a nice little rendition, baby. Was that was that, was that, was that David Bowie or is that MC Hammer?
0: No, that was that was Queen and and David Bowie with Under Pressure.
1: Okay, well I'm sure I'm right. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm
0: <laughs> just trying to throw throwing some multimedia. And now we wave.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it, dude. JC producer one one. I get it. So okay, so we've talked. We've went through some of the origins of of fried chicken. We've talked about Dan's fried chicken experience. So, on and again, keeping it positive, wanting to support Love Chicks uh, as you do. They're close to your home, they're close to your neighborhood. Half the battle, like JC talked about, is supporting our local restaurants and giving back as much as possible as we, we can and sharing the love. So, out of a scale, where would you rate that chicken? 10 being the highest, not, not uh, one.
2: I, you know what, Maddie, I, I will give this. I don't want to oversell it, yep. but it has never disappointed. It's a 10.5 out of 10. Awesome. Meaning that once again, you can have it at any time of the day. And even more than that, that the kids enjoy it yeah. allows me to say, give it that point five extra I because then I'm not only worrying about myself, I can order for the family and sure. everyone likes it.
0: Well, sure. Dan, let me ask you a question. How much of that 10.5 goes back to the experience you've had with the, with the owners, with the, with the staff. I mean, I mean, you and I have been there in the past and, you know, friendly, wonderful people, but does that almost cloud your, the taste? I mean, does taste I think can only go so far. And especially at a time like this, when people are struggling and it's, it's when you get that little extra, you know, love, I mean, love chicks is the thing. Love
1: chicks. Love chicks.
0: I mean, it's, 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 it's making sure that, I mean, they could, they could make this just cookie cutter whatever and send it out the door to get whatever, but if they put that extra little bit of love in there, that's got to be, there's got to be a little bit of onus on the staff. You know, like, I mean. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
2: You know what, absolutely, JC. Um, they, uh, Paul Marshall, who's the chef there, Kunit Segal, who's the chef there, they, they're they basically, they come in, they go, Dan, come and sit down. Awesome. And from Candice, the, the biggest thing they've done during this entire uh, COVID, they opened up a bodega. Wow. So they're not only they're not only um, putting together the food that they have on the menu. Yep. They're also offering food, you know, food staples across the board. <clears throat> their their wine has increased. We were just talking, and they and they paired the oast with me. I just kind of said, "Give me something that goes great with your food," I and they it. had it. I mean, Amsterdam's great too because uh, it, it's a wonderful beer.
1: You know, My, what? Though you guys just brought up an amazing point. We've all been in hospitality at some point in time. And I think what you just said, Dan, about the connection between what they go over and above, they come in, it's like family Dan, sit down, g- grab a drink. You walked in and said, Hey guys, I'm doing, I want some fried chicken. I'm doing a fried chicken thing. What would go best? And they're taking their experience and their expertise and they're pairing it. I agree. You can't, it could, and, and I know it doesn't cause I've heard it's amazing. And by the way, you just sold me this, and I hope any listener will go out and try Love Chicks because the way you make it sound, and even what I can see in the picture, it sounds amazing, and they sound like great people. Those are people we want to support. You know, they could make a dish hypothetically. Just the price
2: point. I'll give you this. The price point with a side. So it's the Brussels sprouts, deep fried, Parmesan and lemon on afterwards. Wow. Uh, 30 bucks for the meal, but it's two meals. Yeah, so that's totally. the biggest
1: thing it's amazing yeah you said you're feeding three it, people in it, that too
2: exactly and it's very you know i would eat this at the same or go to a it's a high-end food but yeah. it takes like if they've treated it so well with such respect i really yeah. appreciate it yeah
1: very cool wow. i love it you you know it could be a five out of ten but what makes it you know also kicks it over the ten ten out of ten is that love that they put into in the connection As again, this is what I think we're going to see where restaurants are really sort of stepping up even more and more is trying to connect more so with their guests in the best way possible. Hence the idea of takeout Tuesday and takeout Wednesdays and all these different things and takeout tourists.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Now, Maddie, I mean, now, Maddie, you have a similar sort of connection with the fried chicken that you got. Show us what you got. I do. Tell us about this. Let's, let's, let's know what you're doing.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you. So can you guys see that in the camera? Okay. There.
0: Absolutely.
1: box of glory that so, looks like
0: large chicken large pieces of chicken in a box that you could probably reuse
1: that's ex- you know what i think i'm gonna sleep in this box tonight my head <laughs> might actually this i yes. swear to God, oh, i'm going to so guys i've got here a little brando's fried chicken so dan like yourself i have a connection uh brandon Olson's a buddy of mine he's the chef and proprietor he started this as a pop-up uh, a few years back, just because his love for fried chicken. And he's got this cult following. And honest to God, it's been a few years, no joke, since I... Did we just lose Dano? Nope.
0: No, oh, good. I'm here. Okay.
1: It's... it's, uh, it's fun, keep talking. Oh, good. It's been a few years since I've had this fried chicken. And to be honest, i it's just knocking my socks off. So, we he does all dark meat. So, it's all kind of, uh, of the chicken. So, you I, got... Mm, Talk Thigh- about your
0: appetizing words.
1: Right. Thank you. That's me, really, that's me that's me. selling it to you. So that's thighs, legs, and drums. Um, and if you can see this, I'm going to hold this up to the camera. This has now been sitting. You guys, I heard you heard me say, Can you see that, by the way? Look at how crispy. Oh, and just look, look at the skin. See, it's got that little sort of wrinkle, sort of skin. They double, I think they do that double fry on it and they do solid, obviously, dredge and uh, flour and seasoning. Probably some paprika in there and salt, pepper, maybe a little bit of cayenne, which the KFC, the Colonel. Uh, right. Yeah. I think Brando's got that leg up. So I'll do a little, I ordered a couple little sides here as well. Um, we've got a buttermilk ranch sauce, mm. uh, which is a staple for me. I don't know about you guys, but buttermilk ranches is, is literally a go-to for me. This is probably Russian roulette. I'm balancing a Absolutely. beer and two sauces on my keyboard right now. It's great. <laughs> If this goes down in a, ba- a ball of flame, I it. better chug, chug it. Him, Matt.
0: Chug them down.
1: Oh, he chugged the ranch. Beautiful. Wow. I'm <laughs> Dude, I'm a ranch. I'm a ranch fiend. This is a little Frank's hot sauce, a little on the side, because we talked about maybe a little bit of Nashville hot chicken style, right? So I got the chicken itself and then a little bit of the Nashville sort of hot. And again, I think I, we alluded to when I was speaking to you guys earlier, I wanted to keep the sauce on the side. I personally like that because I don't want it to be, I don't want to lose that crispiness, that crunchiness. I like to keep things that I'm a dipper. I'm a bit of a dipper. I won't lie to you. I'm exposing myself to you boys. I love you.
0: Oh, I, I've, I've already caught that show.
1: So I'm going to jump right in here. I'm going to give you guys a little rundown of what, uh, what, I'm, what Maddie's tasting here. This thing is amazing. So this has been sitting now, and I told you I can't wait to put this in the fridge. You, can you hear this? Let me just see if I get this closer without ruining my keyboard. Did you honestly just Heard hear that? It
0: and saw.
1: Honest Heard to God, it and saw. still crispy.
0: Oh, there it is.
1: Do you hear it? My mom's gonna yeah, smack yeah. me. Smack me for eating with my mouth open. But
0: oh, Maddie, keep in mind your microphone is around your neck. Right. That's where, that's where you want to keep the sound coming in.
1: It's the good stuff right there. So this is what I love about this is that the juicy they. They lock in all the flavors of the juiciness of the the meat itself, but that that skin still stays crispy, and it's so well seasoned. I'm not kidding. And then the dips. You saw me get into the dips. For me, it's been a long time since I've had this chicken, like I told you, and Brando Brando might kill me. But, uh, yeah, I agree, man. That's a 10 out of 10 for me. That's a home run. I was texting friends earlier off call before we started, and I said this was a home run. It's an, an incredible chicken. Local, small-based business. The people go over and above. They participate in charity events. He also is one of the uh, the owners and founders of um, uh, Brandon Olson uh, Chocolates. They have a beautiful sort of uh, patisserie chocolatier shop in Kensington Market. They do this uh, Ziggy Sawdust. Uh, sawdust? Is that right, Jeff? Stardust. Uh, sure. Let's Ziggy Stardust. Sawdust. Let's go with Ziggy Sawdust. <laughs> Go with Ziggy Sawdust. Ziggy Stardust, they do this amazing chocolate sort of bowl that essentially is filled with little jubes, jubes and candies, and you smack it and it all busts out on the table. Anyway, Beautiful. yeah, just good good people. And you know what? Any chicken that, as you said, Dano, that you can either eat for breakfast, lunch, dinner, 3 a.m. or four days later, I'm all good in the hood with me, man.
2: And then Maddie, where's where's Brando's?
1: So You're he wrong. actually. He's actually a pop-up shop only. So his he doesn't have a formal location. He's working out of like a, a ghost kitchen, quote-unquote, right? So it's all done through apps. So whether it be Uber and Skip the Dishes and those things. So it's pretty cool where you can- But he's anyway. on both those platforms? He is. He's on both those platforms, yeah. I ordered specifically off Uber Eats um, just because it was a quick one that popped up for me. And it was good. My guy, Sam, this guy, Sammy, brought it. I ordered it a couple hours ago. He delivered it on Bicycle. And you know that's going from like I think their kitchen is just out by Ossington. I live down by the water. Okay, was he, given weird hand
2: jobs?
1: He, he was, was given double weird hand jobs. Yeah, like that's this? that's going to the surfer ski. That's that's skiing again. <laughs> so he uh, he had you know you can't beat it, dude. When it when chicken arrives on a bicycle forty minutes later and it's still good, and the skin the skin's still nice. Now you're talking ball game. So. Check it out, Brando's Fried Chicken, and uh, yeah, I think it, I give it my thumbs up. It's, it's amazing.
0: Money. Well, Jeffrey. Okay, so I'm going to get into this. I had a different place in mind when I originally was going to order. That fell through, so I ended up with PG Clucks. Ooh. Now, PG Clucks, when they first opened, it's, it's a little teeny tiny shop. I got a little picture of it here yep. next to the Royal Cinema on College Street.
1: Amazing. Uh,
0: which is i kind of indirectly grew up uh in little italy um i used to visit my mom's best friends when i was a kid and stay there and that's what got me to move to toronto eventually from london ontario but um royal cinema was always you know i i still have never been but i'd walk by like wow an old movie theater we
1: need we need to go we need to go because they do do they do, do old we and everything yeah
0: they do So this, so PG Clucks, I went to for the first time, right, I think right around when they opened in 2017 or 2016, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. You're about right. And and they were voted best uh, fried chicken in this fried chicken sandwich in the city. And before this, I was like, okay, I saw this. I'm like, this is a little teeny tiny hole in the wall. I got to check it out. So I decided what the hell I'm going to do it again today. So I did, I'm going to show you what I got. So I got,
1: look at that glorious.
0: So this is a six-piece, uh, half um, half regular and half uh, Nashville hot.
1: <clears throat>
0: Pardon me. And I was expecting full-on pieces of chicken, but these are like boneless pieces of chicken, which almost makes it even better because I can just eat it and eat it, and the drunker I get, I don't have to worry about swallowing bones. So I got this piece, this, and I got a side <laughs> of sweet,
1: they're, sweet they're pickles. Oh, sweet pickles. Okay. Hold back, question for a second. Sweet or savory garlic pickles? Either or. Sweet or savory. Personally, I got to go savory. Me too. I'm in the process of. I I actually, I
2: changed. I
1: thought I was
2: a savory guy, but over the last while, I've been eating the sweet pickles while you're eating fried food. Oh. It is. It's like you could throw it in a milkshake. It's so
1: delicious. (laughs) Maybe that could be a thing. Well, what I. Wait, so I.
2: Matt, Mattie. I just want to ask you one question. What yes, the sir. Price point. Just so people know. Oh,
1: good question. Sorry. Yes, of course. So the price point on that, I had a five-piece bucket, boys. That was a five-piece yeah. bucket and uh, two sauces. It was twenty bucks plus, um, I guess, tax. So I think that came to like twenty-four bucks all in. Sort of to your point, Dan. I, I'm going to eat that. That will. It's me. I'm going to eat that. It's going to probably that could be three meals for me. You know what I mean? I can stretch that over to three days. That's like yeah, eight bucks. Right. That's like that's like that's like seven bucks a meal or whatever my math is. Is that right? Six fifty, ish.
0: That's pretty so darn good. Yeah. That's right.
1: Away. Right. So you, we're talking value, and we're talking. Right, See, I just need city. to hear price point. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Way to keep it formal. I like it. JC, so mine, you. I'm a
0: value. Mine was well. Mine was six six of these pieces, two sides. Little they're small sides, but they're you know they're decent. We got uh, a a uh, potato salad. Yep. which was immediately consumed by my beautiful wife Melissa because
1: she she could
0: not wait. And then I got the sweet pickles. But they also sent some of this hot sauce, which is, I think, a mustard-based sauce. Yep. So with delivery and everything, I think it was about 30 bucks. So that's that's six pieces. That's not bad. I mean, you got to think that for their sandwiches, I believe one of these is on their sandwiches. So I basically got like six sandwiches, Either that, or I got three. Either way, it's not a bad deal.
1: Hey, you know but, what? That's two. You've got two meals out of that too, right? Because that's you and Mel eating that meal.
0: Oh, for sure. Well, she's already had one piece, which, through the magic of the internet, you didn't have to see. Right? <laughs> so I still have I still have five pieces here. But guys, I've been waiting. I haven't had a bite yet. This whole time. Hey, you am, need to have a bite.
2: Have, we
1: need you to do. Big are you?
0: Okay, yeah, so here get, we in go.
1: There. get in there, baby.
0: so first of all, let's check this out. Oh, that is, is that
1: the uh, oh my god, look at that one, dude. That's white meat, and just beautiful.
0: I think it's it might be. Oh, either it's, dark. Way.
1: it's dark, it's dark, it's dark. They do do dark. Sorry,
0: I think they do, but either way, yeah. this is this is the uh, Nashville hot. So, I am you it's know what I'm gonna Jasmine. do? It, looks
1: yeah. it is that is Jasmine. The rest of this this whole season this. and all of our lives. We just need to refer to anything dark as Jasmine. You're making it official. So, guys, if you're not watching the show right now, JC, the voice vendor, is actually making an official Nashville hot chicken. So he is taking his piece of chicken, and he's putting the sweet pickle on top, just like you would do, and uh, he's jumping right into it.
0: And now we're going to eat it close into the microphone. Here comes your ASMR mukbang.
1: So if you're listening to a little Nashville hot chicken, guys, is, is chicken that has a breading of cayenne pepper. And uh, it's fried, floured with cayenne pepper, and it's got that red. It's a J.C. too. For all, mm. all you listeners at home, mm. Jeff, if you were, Jeff, if you were in the South right now and you were sitting at your favorite dive mm. bar and eating Nashville fried chicken, can I hear Jeff Cole's uh, Southern accent and response to it, please?
0: Damn. <laughs> about it man i tell you this shit is really delicious i can't do it
1: oh my god guys so ladies and gentlemen as you know voice vendor jeff cole is the mouth and he's got an amazing repertoire of voices And oh hold on hold on listen i think we might have caught him back here hold on hold on listen to this oh wow oh yeah Oh crispy wow, skin. crispy skin! Damn. So if nah, you're gotta, eating, if you're eating, if you're eating Nashville hot chicken, and you've got your, you've got your cayenne spiced, beautiful, spicy. Look at your fingers; they're nice and red, right? That's yeah, half it. the battle. That's half the battle with Nashville chicken. You've Some got my your throat. Fruit, you've got sweet pickles. Do you know what other staple goes with that? A lot of times, and it's simple, and it's easy, and it's cheap. And Dan, you said you're a value guy, but if you ordered a big basket of that normally, what would you get? Good answer, Jeff. I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna go with yep. the uh, white bread.
1: Whoa, JC knows his stuff. White bread, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Woo! Yeah, just slices oh, yeah. of white bread. It's like one or two slices. Literally, they just throw it on to mop it up.
0: It's sweet. Ah, it's white bread, bread is sweet. It's mushy. It's, it, and it really does. It takes some of that heat away from it because, holy yeah. shit, dry spice is hot. <laughs>
1: Love it, dude. i love it a little dry cayenne pepper on there and yeah it's heavy that's a heavy seasoning i guarantee oh. it's heavy handed
0: oh yeah well i took i know it's buttermilk so i did take four lactose pills because as our regular listeners know my stomach don't feel so good when it has the the milks in it there
1: it is that's the accent <laughs> we were looking for dan that's the impression we were looking for uh-huh. so what's your sorry your price point you got the six piece you got the two sides you were in at 30 bucks And again. Yep. Yep. And keeping a keeping it, keeping it positive, where would you rank that 10 being the highest, one being the lowest? Where would you put that on your scale? Well honesty's key. And honesty's key. We were all honest with our answers. And it's you know know what? Here's the thing, guys, as we do this, all of us together, every week, if some shit is not good, we're gonna say we just it wasn't up to what we wanted. Or for whatever for whatever reason we don't like it.
0: Okay, I'll tell you this. When I ordered it. I thought it was going to have bones in it, like real pieces of chicken. Mm-hmm. Didn't have it. A little disappointed. Got it. I got to say, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the fact that it's not. And I think from a reusing standpoint, like I'm thinking later on, I could make like a ramen dish and put this on it because I it. love the noodle soup.
1: What is that? Chicken tong- tongsu, Or what do you call it? Chicken uh... Um, uh, ka- ka- katsu? Ka- katsu. katsu? Katsu. Katsu? Katsu, yeah. Yeah, I chicken got gotcha, to, yeah. Yeah. Well
0: here's the thing. My initial response was like, I don't know, it doesn't seem like a lot. But now I'm gonna go with this is uh I'm gonna go with an eight and a half out of ten. Solid score. Solid score. It's it's decent. I mean the only reason that I wouldn't go full ten is because there's no bones. Yeah. And um I guess it's because I'm eating it when it's a little bit cold. Yep. But but I would say eight and a half is pretty damn good.
2: Well, I guess what we could do, too, because there's three of us, and we're just sometimes making this stuff up on the fly. Sometimes. What we should do is go, hey, what, what food, which, which other meal would you like to have? And, like, whose are you going to try next? And right. I know right now I'm going to try Brando's. Okay. That's just because yep. – yeah, Matt, and this is about Matt selling it a little better, JC. You were you were a little you were a little slow on it. Fair. You Fair. had to think about yep. it. Yep, I needed the enthusiasm.
0: Well, I'll tell you this, man. I'm gonna have to go with well, shit. See, this is tough. See, I went with Dan Wong to love chicks, but I didn't have the chicken. All I had was the Brussels sprouts, and they were pretty damn good. So I really, really wanted to try. Love chicks. But at the same time, Matt, you kind of really sold Brando's. So I'm going to go with I'm going to eat both because fuck that. I'm an adult. I can do whatever the fuck I want.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, you he can. He's a big boy, ladies and gentlemen. You know what else am going
0: to do? You're going to hold that thought. I have to let my dog out. Give me three seconds. Hold we'll
1: that, con- guys. We'll, we'll continue this conversation. So I'm going to go. Absolutely. I'm going to go for me. So this week, as mentioned, we've got Brando's. It's funny enough. I was saying this to JC offline before. I actually had... Uh, PJ Klux last last week, so I ordered a fried chicken sandwich last Wednesday for Takeout Day. So to our listeners, guys, every Wednesday in Canada is Takeout Day Canada, and the hashtag is Takeout Day. And if you look on Instagram, it is Canada Takeout at Canada Takeout, and there is a list and a map of about three thousand different restaurants from each coast, north and south, that are focused and specializing in takeout. And the whole purpose is for Canadians like all of us, Dan. To try to get out and put some, you know, dollars back into the economy as much as possible to support. So last week I actually ordered from Clucks on College, and I did pickup. I was out there. They open up four, and I was out there ordering on my app. On I think it was uh, Ritual app. I ordered it, and the lady can see me in my truck waving at her. Yeah. I was wav- I was waving at her, and she's like, "Is this yours?" And from afar, she like hands it over the counter. I was like, "Thank you." No money's exchanged. I literally pretty much didn't move from my truck. And they handed it out. So my answer is I have to jump into Love Chicks because you sold that baby. It looks amazing, man.
2: And you know what? I I, st- I would eat this at any... The, the My problem is I get stuck in food grooves. Yes. And I won't say rut, just say yeah. grooves because yeah. rut means it's like you're not enjoying it. For sure. But you know what? The great thing about this food and Love Chicks particularly, whenever I go there... I don't even they have because they have a um, this exact same thing with white meat sandwich. Yep. And they also throw arugula on it. And it's a buttered toasted Ooh, bread. Pepper. And uh, for that and pepper It's you know 23 bucks for the sandwich and a side. And I end up going, Oh, I, 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 I won this one too. Yep. You know when you leave a restaurant and you felt like you won?
1: Yep. That for sure. is
2: the best feeling. And for sure. One of my best friends, he lives in Hong Kong, and he used one to. Of live in Japan. Th- one of my One of my favorite
1: places book. in the world. One of my favorite places Amazing. in the world.
2: Sorry. Yeah. And but one of the things we've always talked about was, you know, you go and spend, back in the day, five bucks at a fast food place. Yeah. Then you go and spend ten bucks at, you know, a local like back in the day at Sneaky D's when things were ten bucks.
1: Great nachos. And it's twice as good. For sure.
2: Right. It literally is twice as good. Then you get to a point where, Hey, that next, that $20 or that $40, that $80 or that $160. It really has to be better every single time. Yeah. Or I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. Cause look, I've got, I, I'm a divorced dad with two kids. I can't run around. No, you know, making well, uh, like, Ordering food that I'm thinking is average. Making it rain. That's what I'd like to pay
0: off. Well, listen, here. I think this sort of comes down to, you you hit a good point there, Dan, is especially now that we don't have, you know, a a lot of places that when we could go out, we would go to a place that's elaborately decorated, high ceilings, crazy artwork, you know, great atmosphere, drinks galore, blah, blah, blah. And you'd pay for that. But now all of that's been stripped away. Yeah, all you have is the quality of your food. I don't care if you're giving me takeout in a golden, you know, shoe. If the food isn't good, what's the point? So now it's sort of like it, we're. I think with all the takeout, it's going to start weeding out some of the getting, real good food.
1: Yeah,
0: as opposed to sort of like the mediocre foods, you know. That's getting, uh, back,
1: getting back to basics, man.
0: Absolutely, people got to cook,
1: and because dollars. They say, and I don't, and please don't quote me listeners and and us on the call, but they said something like 50% of Canadians essentially live paycheck to paycheck, which I can, I can believe is true because there's a lot of people that we all know that are are struggling and it's very tough for all of us and ourselves included on the call. So I think, you know, people, if I'm going to spend a dollar sort of like you, you use the words wind in and, you know, Jeff, you say, you know, they've got to be the best and they've got to make the most experience for what they have. That dollar has to get me a lot. And I don't mm-hmm. mean necessarily has to feed 12 people, but I have to really enjoy what I'm eating because if I don't enjoy it, you know, we're not going to, people are just not going to spend. And I don't think we're going to see as many restaurants on the streets. And that's a shame because our neighborhoods will change, but hopefully, hopefully, and this is coming from a chef and a restaurant tour, I used to own four restaurants. So our listeners, I owned uh, rock lobster and I used to own a country Western bar called boots and bourbon. <clears throat> and it's actually a great. bread and chicken sandwich too, at one point. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be less is more. You know what I mean? Less places, and hopefully the quality rises to the top. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge.
0: Well, and that's the thing. And I think that goes across the board with almost with life in general now. Now that we're seeing that, you know, we can't be wooed. I mean, you can't go into a store that's, you know, elaborately decorated to, to get your pair of pants that is, you know, just as good as a pair of pants from H&M. Yep. Or you can't, uh, you know. It, it's just across the board. We're we're, f- we're figuring out what's what's important now, and and what really matters. And I think quality and you know instant sort of gratification. If if you're not instantly wowed by yep. something, you know, w- without all the bells and whistles behind it, then it's not going to fly anymore.
1: You, you know, it's pretty cool. As 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 all of us just ate chicken from different places. Fried chicken. I don't know about you guys, but I used to be. When I ordered takeout, which, you know, whether I'm hungover, tired, lazy, whatever it is, people coming over, I don't know about you, but I would just order either Chinese food or pizza. That's it. Those were my two staples, and I swear to God, as you guys being my friends, I would never extend myself out. Up until I told you, I said last week, I ordered fried chicken from Love, from from Clucks, from PJ Clucks. I have never ordered fried chicken in my life, takeout, up until last Wednesday, and now again tonight. I would never go outside of my... My home run range, right? Yeah. And now every week I try to challenge myself to order something, some style, other kind of food for what COVID had put us. One, I want to support. But I think we're just, you know, trying all these different things. I don't know about you guys.
2: Oh, for sure. Oh, no. I. You know what? It's weird. Uh, there's two things that I, that's changed a lot. One, to your point er, way earlier, because I know we're talking ad nauseum, which I love. Um, we're I, good at that. I've been, I've been cooking at home, <laughs> Maddie. Me I like. have been working. Like, awesome. I like cooking me and the kids and not anything crazy, just, but all of a sudden we'll go, Hey, we've got a, um, half, you know, a pound of pork, ground pork. We're going to turn this into, we'll grab some, uh, grab some Chinese noodles or Japanese noodles, uh, make a little sauce with the hoisin, uh, some, uh, rice vinegar. And we turn it into mm. and, like cut up from onion and garlic Beautiful. Lila and Chloe devour it. And I love the thing it. is, I'm doing intermittent fasting right now because I've been I've been getting fat. So. what time of the day are you?
0: Huge, starting? bud.
1: What, what Man time is huge? Day, what time of the day do you start to eat? What's your first um, meal?
0: 1230.
1: That's good. Yeah, yeah.
2: <clears throat> and last thing I will put in my mouth is 8.30 hard now. Okay. But so there's my 16 hours.
1: <laughs> That's what she said. We'll
0: just leave that Thank 8.30 you. hard on the Thank table. You.
2: As, just call me Glor- Dad Glory Hall Wong. That's <laughs> you have to
0: say. Well, guys, I think I think we talked about this that going forward, when we do these episodes, we're going to look at you know dishes from specific countries or regions, and we're going to get these takeouts. But at the same time, we're going to have these guests on who are going to talk to us about you know making it themselves, about their ingredients, if they you know how they would make it, a chef or or just a friend of ours who may be yep. doing that dish from home so we can show people how to make these dishes that were like we should include maddie i know yep. you've got a great fried chicken recipe yes sir i know you do so you know in in the comments uh we're gonna have a link to matt to, to your fried chicken yep. recipe Absolutely. and so to so to dan you're you know talking about cooking and it really does bring everybody together but on a wednesday like or thursday or friday it's great to get you know this takeout and support our good people but at the same time, we can also make these same dishes at home. So it's a very, it's a very exciting time, you know, in, in that we can combine these two things. Well, right, you know what? I,
2: I actually saw this, and speaking to Paul, the, the owner and chef at Love Chicks, I said, you know, one of the great things, mukbang, Jeff, um, ASMR. Mukbang. Um, <laughs>
1: to Chef Jeff. Um,
2: he's awesome. Oh, there was there's a real beautiful. there's a real opportunity here, and even if it's my kids learn a new recipe and yep. I learn a new recipe, yep. I've been I've been uh, throwing around those uh sh- those mushroom noodles that have very little carbs.
1: I absolutely, and I'm absolutely,
2: you know, and I'm shirataki mush, uh shirataki mushroom yep. noodles or shirataki, mm-hmm. uh noodles, and look, they are not. Noodles, but you're coming close if you totally. do some things properly. Totally. And if I can get out of this with, hey, I, I lose 12, 15 pounds during COVID without sure. having COVID, right. I think I'm doing all right.
1: I think you're doing all right too. That's it, man. Like you, how many people, what I, the, the benefit is people are spending time, you're able to spend time with your daughters, you know, Jeff, yep. you're able to spend time with your loved one or families all of our loved ones around us. And we can cook, we can cook. And when we want to support and to take out and be takeout tourists, we can, which mm-hmm. is beautiful. So guys, what is the big question? I think we should sort of maybe throw it. I love your hair, Dan, right now. It's amazing. I love
2: your hair. When did you do
1: that? <laughs> right, did you thank you. You hey, okay. redyed it, yeah. I did redy it. Guys, this is thank you, Dan, for saying and commenting. I felt like a, a prom queen with nobody saying anything. It's a box. I of, thought I was
0: looking back in time, to be honest.
1: Right? This is six dollars and ninety nine cents. It was it was two days, three days ago. Oh, perfect. A box. My hair was getting a little uh, a little highlighted, bad deal there. I needed to go to the salon, and Jeff knows this. I do not go to a fucking salon. I buy the cheapest box of peroxide, and I dare yeah. my, dye my hair bleach white. Hold and on, look, and, and it's getting look into color,
0: it. Look, look at the color of Matt's hair compared and to the color it. of this sauce. It's about the same. Very
1: similar very similar i look like i look like betty betty white i look like somebody from the golden girls with this haircut right now it's a bit orange um but it it works so guys what is the throat what's the call to action and where are we telling and where do we let's ask our listeners to tell us for next week what are we going to eat and what do they want to see and you know what's the what's the play what's the game plan here gentlemen
0: well i was thinking i mean i want to know a lot i know a lot of people have canceled trips And not that not by choice, but they've had to postpone trips to you know wherever they're going. I want to know where you were going to go. Right. You know, where you if you were going to so and so to get such and such. Now that's very specific. Yep. But I I would like to know where you were were. gonna go, where you would be now, and where Dan Wong uh, is going to sleep tonight because he's a little drunk there, I think.
1: Dan, Dan might have just, <laughs> just fell under his computer there. I love I, it. I've got three
2: red lights coming up saying your power is going out. Oh, God. And we can't redo this show. It's only a one-time option, man.
1: That's right. And hey, we, have gold, us... we have gold here. So, guys, on that note, why don't we just put this, why don't we put a wrap in, in episode one? We oh. should all go back to our food. So, are we going to do a call to action, guys, and ask our listeners and our viewers where we're going to go next, right, JC?
0: yes so where where were you gonna go where would you like to be now and where would you like us to explore through food because we've got we got people all around the world we can go to our friends in thailand we can go to our friends in morocco we can go to our friends in mexico and say hey let's talk about those foods bring them on the show and we can bring you there so that you can get the takeout you can have the takeout experience or you can make that food yourself from the place that you want to be at matt Dan, what do you think? I think that's a great idea.
1: I love it. And I think, guys, so what we're going to do for our listeners, guys, you're you're listening to all this, we're going to throw that out to you on our social media. So on Instagram and Facebook, we're Dine and Dash Podcast. That's Dine and Dash Podcast. We're going to ask the question uh, tomorrow to you guys and just drop it in there. We might even put a contest or two to try to sort of get some action out of you guys. Where do you want to see us eat? And where do you want to see us go? And then we'll work some amazing dishes off there. Guys, I think episode 1 has gone pretty well. What are we thinking here? Jeff likes it. Jeff likes it. Uh-huh. I think
2: it went great considering no. that we're, uh, that Jeff is being mukbang SMR the whole time. I'm loving
0: it. Yep. Well, That's your new nickname. Mukbang is it Mukbang? Th- it's Mukbang or Mukbang or some some something like that. Muck but bang. here's That's your new nickname i think this has gone great and one other thing too is i want to know about so we we hit three fried chicken restaurants in toronto toronto ontario canada today but what are the other i asked facebook this week i said what are your favorite spots i want our listeners to tell us what their favorite fried chicken spots are because i mean they may not be in the delivery zone for the ones that we got yep or i mean you may be in hamilton you may be in you know, St. Louis, Missouri. You may be in, you know, London, England. Let's hear and, about your favorite spots.
1: And, Jeff, you've got For some... For fried uh, chicken, specifically. Uh, yeah, so I saw you post that. Jeff, why don't you call it some of people's, what they said. Do you have it right there in front of you? Can you lift that, I, pull that I up? Defi-
0: I definitely don't. Absolutely, uh, But I probably should have, but I can get Facebook, <laughs> it up.
1: He's the Facebook whiz. So he did do that. So Jeff asked out there, guys, what is your favorite spots, which is a great idea. Dan Wong, your camera, by the way, has now come crystal clear. And you... Look, you're over 21, by the way. Beautiful. Mm. God bless you. Well, well, I mean, you know
2: the hair. As, uh, I, you know how you know how Jeff, Jeff Jeff Cole is the orange slash ginger Benjamin Button.
1: That's right. I'm
2: the half Asian Acadian <laughs> Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> look at his hair! It looks amazing all of a sudden. Dude, the
1: so hair good. looks great. Dude, the hair looks. You literally look like you're going to like. Coachella right now, fucking three days in Coachella, you're rocking.
0: Well, Dude, you know what? I, I, I might actually post. You.
2: I need some speedos.
0: <laughs> I think we should post a picture of other high-haired individuals. So Dan Wong right now—that's one of the highest hairs I've seen. But great, I mean,
1: it's a great hair. I don't think well, mine does that.
0: There's Kramer. We've also got uh,
1: taking a picture, of both you boys. There's
0: some other pompadour sporting folks out there. But I mean. Uh,
2: Patterson. Patterson always has. high.
0: Yes. Robert Pattinson.
1: Oh, does he? Yeah. Yeah. Robert
2: from uh, stranger things, right? the little skinny white kid. Stranger things always has high hair. The teenager who used to be either you know, raised rich, but gets and hangs out with the
1: sister. There you go. He always J- had good hair. J- JC, what do you got there on the mic? What do you, do you have some answers for us?
0: Dirty bird, uh, Pappy's fried chicken and Hamilton. Okay. Uh, I got Ooh. um, Bon Me Boys Fried Chicken Bao. I don't know if that counts. PG Clucks. It does. It, does, well, it
1: does. It does. It
0: does. Okay. Fair enough. PG Cluck. Yeah. That's where I went. Liam Higgins. Good job. Um, Chica's Chicken. That looked really good. I've I I saw that online. I don't, I don't
1: know that. I don't know that one. Okay.
0: Uh, Chicken Joy in the East End. Yeah. Now, that one I've been to, and it's super good. And I would Kill love to. Down. Yeah. Delicious uh popeyes kfc i mean yeah we are we did talk about kfc so it's in no, the zeitgeist do, so that's we're gonna
2: do a fast food fried chicken at some point absolutely
0: 100 oh, so what you would gotta, you gotta be churches the versus popeyes versus kfc
2: mary brown's mary Brown. brown's probably and i heard i heard uh swiss chalet was doing some fried every once in a while
0: oh, well probably. you better hurry into swiss chalet
2: I wonder who does the voice for some commercials. <laughs> I was the
0: Jeff Cole. I was that voice for three years, baby. And then really? they went with an old man. And then they went with a young girl. And then a young guy. And then a young girl. And then an old man again. The point so, of the story, the point of the, stories,
1: the point of the story, the point of the kids, is that Jeff Cole's is a little bitter at Swiss Miss. <laughs> this Swiss chalet.
0: Yeah, but you can't Guys, be mad at that delicious food.
1: No, you cannot. Guys, this is coming up to our hour point. I think we should sort of wrap this up what do you think gentlemen this has been episode one season two of dine and dash takeout tourists i'm matt dean pettit
0: i'm jeff cole and we want to welcome and i'm dan wong great there he is
1: the dan wong ladies and gentlemen peace till we'll see you again